Hello, welcome back to a brand new episode of Control-Alt-Delete. Every episode is so different and I love that and I hope you love that. I always have a very different time interviewing everyone and there's a lot of variety of careers. So this week I'm interviewing Lucy Sheridan and Joe Westwood. Lucy Sheridan is the world's first and only comparison coach. She focuses on helping millennials go comparison free. She's appeared on Oprah's Life Class with Oprah herself and her work has been featured in Grazia, The Daily Mail, Stella Magazine, The Evening Standard and loads more. Jo Westwood goes by the name The Spirit DJ online. She coaches a lot of successful women around how to invest in financial, energetic and emotional happiness. Her work has been featured in Psychologies magazine, Look, ES magazine and Women's Health. Together they founded a movement called Higher Selfie, which aims to bring spirituality to the digital age. Their book, also called Higher Selfie, came out earlier this year and is a modern guide to healing and connection for the Gen Y spiritual seekers who are out there and want to create a life that they love and unsure how to go about doing so. So I hope you enjoy this episode and here it is. And no one gets to skip the work just because they don't put it on social media. But that's the promise, that's the consistent thing. That everyone that's made it, you know, speech marks and made it, will have one hell of an anecdote to tell you. I'm very excited today because I have Lucy Sheridan and Joe Westwood in my house Normally I'm just subscribed to them via the internet and Facebook groups because I love their <laughs> wisdom. And today I have them next to me and this is so exciting. Thank you. Oh, hi Emery, so yeah. good to be here. Thanks so much for having us in your podcast. No yeah. worries. And in your house. Yeah, on my sofa. Yeah, where you live. <laughs> <laughs> What's really good about having you two on as well um, as a duo is that you have different voices. Sometimes it can be a nightmare when two people sound the same. Yeah, I'm the one that sounds like Shaka Khan and she sounds like Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Lady Gaga was from Leeds. <laughs> I want to start off by obviously talking a little bit about Higher Selfie because that is what you two are. The blend of you both makes that amazing thing. So explain what Higher Selfie is. So Higher Selfie is um, a movement, we would say. Higher Selfie is all about living life through spiritual lens and our intention is to be the spiritual home for digital natives. So being on planet Earth with all the technology and social media and pressure at this time is not for the faint-hearted. And we know what it's like and how we have changed our lives from kind of going within and connecting with our spirituality, whatever the various gateway drugs are, of which there are many, but finding one and following that and going back to ourselves ultimately leads to massive up-leveling in the old happiness stakes. So Higher Selfie is really a rallying cry for everyone to go within. In terms of how that shows up, it's Joe and I doing live events, um, doing online events, whether that's, for example, our Don't Wait For It creative workshop to help people kind of get their ideas out into the world, uh, right through to kind of teaching meditation. We have a book called Higher Selfie, Wake Up Your Life, Free Your Soul, mm-hmm. Find Your Tribe. And we're also at higherselfie.co, that's .co, um, on the kind of on the interwebs too where life through the spiritual lens really comes to life and we have created I suppose we kind of call it like a refinery 29 slash Huffington Post style website whereas if you have a view an idea an opinion a theory even that you want to share with the world if it applies to spirituality in some way we want to hear it so it might be connecting with your spirit guides how to get ayahuasca in the UK it might be right through to your horoscope moon scopes um, lunar scopes that we have as well so it's a really super cosmic mystic 
you know, expansively rich and diverse content stream, but it's all from our community. If you've got something to say, we want to hear it. And we are, really want to level the playing field and kind of get rid of these pedestals and hierarchies and guru status, which is so associated with spirituality, because ultimately, like, you know what you need. Because going back to basics, what is what actually is spirituality? I think there's so many different interpretations of it. My personal interpretation of it is that it's a connection to something bigger than yourself. So some people resonate with that as God. Loads of people, that word freaks them out. That's totally cool. We kind of don't really care about the language as long as you feel the connection for us. It doesn't really matter how it shows up. So other people call it source, spirit, universe. Other people connect to it through meditation, through yoga. Other people connect to it through different mediums like um, tarot and astrology. But it's basically um, an acknowledgement of something bigger than yourself. So bigger than your human body, your human mind, acknowledging you're not the one in charge. You didn't make all of this happen. You don't make all of this happen. Like, yeah, you, you get on the tube and go to work, but the like the synchronicities of life and the things that are kind of arranged for you, they're like, there's something bigger at work there. Yeah. And um, so you two are my gateway drug. <laughs> Amazing. Um, what were yours? Because like, were they, are they different? Yeah, for me it was um, Gabrielle Bernstein's Spirit Junkie. And then it was like a chain reaction to Marianne Williamson, A Return to Love. And then A Course in Miracles, which became my uh, spiritual path. And that was literally all within a month. And who, did someone recommend it to you? Or did you kind of yeah, find, just I find it? No, because I was a massive... Um, staunch socialist lefty hard ass atheist <laughs> really the irony is that not on any of us here <laughs> yeah who lived with evangelist Christians at university because the universe has a sense of humour um, and yeah so I was having a really bad time and my coach at the time recommended uh, Gabrielle Bernstein Spirit Junkie to me and she was like yeah you need to read this book and at that point I was like life was so bad I was literally down on me and like just give me what you got don't care what you call it like call it God and put me in a church if you want if it gets me through this I'm all mm. over it yeah so you were open to lots of suggestions basically I was open to anything yeah <laughs> mine was a book called The Secret by Rhonda Byrne which is so polarising kind of like in the self-development and wellness scene I loved it it was brilliant for me I I think it saved my life and I would stand up in court and say that in terms of how it taught me that I could control my thoughts I could call back my power and kind of create my reality so it's ultimately the principles of manifesting so manifesting and law of attraction were my gateway drug but then that kind of led me to the teachings of Dr Wayne Dyer um, and into the hey and into that kind of hey house world then as well who happens to be our publishers which so you know universe loves that too um, and that also led me to a lot of angel work too so I like to work with oracle cards um, and angels and um, and those sorts of modalities as like the word goes but it was started with the secret and kind of like almost like practically manifesting and I got a real hit off that and then I that suddenly as Joe um, so articulately put it earlier connected with me with this higher power and once I tapped into that I just could not go back to sleep I couldn't forget it mm. and there was just no going back from then and I've been kind of following the cosmic breadcrumbs ever since I think when you're a creative person like I obviously read a lot of Liz Gilbert and people like that who are very mainstream when it comes to this stuff and obviously having these conversations in public with people who 
think differently to you with people who maybe don't go on things that we you know read the things we read how do you live in in both almost like you can't cut yourself off from the rest of the world who doesn't (laughs) think like this and hide in your private groups yeah yeah I think it's so the nature of spirituality is that it it is about you like the the real you the inside of you what goes on inside of you inside of your heart your mind your soul and so it always just has to come back to that and it's the same as like if you're really into yoga but your most of your buddies aren't doesn't mean you can't be friends with them anymore or if you're a vegan and most of your buddies aren't doesn't mean you can't be friends with them anymore and it's the same it's the same thing really like it's about you so bring it back to you and this is the joy right is when you feel connected to something bigger you don't feel the need to have to have everybody around you be the same as you because you just have this inner confidence and understanding of yourself that says I am enough as I am I don't need to be the same as everybody else I can be seen as a little bit different and a little bit weird and it doesn't really matter and it doesn't really affect me because that feel that's the true meaning of I guess finding that feeling you don't have to prove yourself you're not you're not trying yeah. to convert everyone there's nothing to our job like no one's job is to convince or persuade anyone of anything mm-hmm. and my job is to turn up as the very best me on that day as challenging or as free as that is and mm-hmm. not judge myself and try not to judge others as well which is which is the human assignment by the way that is a work in progress for all of us but I think as well in terms of like, so Joe and I love this idea of spiritual activism so even if you're working in kind of Canary Wharf in London and you want to start like a meditation class on a Thursday lunchtime some people will be up for it even if it's like not getting into a rage at the self-check-in at the grocery store because you're choosing to take a breath instead and not go there that is spiritual activism because it's we're all here in this kind of cosmic chain reaction so you shout at someone else they go out they kind of crash their car into another car in the car park we're all connected in that way so it's kind of um, Gabrielle Bernstein describes it as kind of keep taking care of your side of the street so for, I think for, for us in terms of we have nothing to hide, I, am, I think we're also really good at kind of be understanding when's the right time to be kind of all out, full fat coke, spiritual and go there and talk about guides and chakras, etc. And when, you know, I kind of have joked that whenever I hear someone talk about energy or vibes, like that's the Trojan horse. Now we're talking about energy, but no one's mentioned a gas bill, you know, <laughs> as in, so it is more in in within reach for many of us but sometimes the language gets in the way of the connecting mm-hmm. part and that's something joe and i are trying to kind of dissolve or explode and yet all we can do is try and be a good example as, as amazingly flawed as that is but really show that it's just trying to do your best and be your best too and like choose again choose again you know don't shout at your partner because they were, didn't do what you told them to it's like in every single instant and before you know it you're having a good five minutes which means leads to a good hour which leads to a good morning before you know it you've had like the best four weeks of your life because in each time you've chosen again chosen again chosen again and then the cool thing is when you start to exude that energy then people actually start to <clears throat> ask you like yes. what you've got going on when you're the person that's when you're the person in the office that's happy, not stressed, can always find a solution. Mm. The other thing is you become, you just become really attractive, not like, well, physically attractive, yes, but that's not what I mean. Like, I mean like energetically attractive as in stuff just starts to come to you. People Mm. want to help you. People want to give you opportunities. Then people will literally start asking you what you're on. They're like, whatever you're having, Mm. I want some. What's different about you? And then you have, and then you can open up and talk to people about this stuff and it's really the same with like if you were a vegan or if you were a yogi and that's that like you start to look really good and people are like oh my god what do you do and then you can tell them about it 
but again you don't have to like have everybody surrounding you be the same way and I think we all have different groups of friends and colleagues that almost this is going to sound really harsh but I think we all understand this that kind of serve different purposes in our lives and we serve Mm. different purposes in other people's lives Mm. we all have like our wild drinking buddies from college and we all have my friends are nodding (laughs) we all have like our old schoolmates that will always be our friends because they know way too much and then we have like (laughs) and then we have our new friends our entire family (laughs) yeah let's take that to the grave like, I hate you but I'm still your friend because you know what I did when I was nine <laughs> I don't want to be arrested and then and then we all have those friends who like we meet in later life like like we have later life <laughs> oh my god yeah. oh, it's like edge factor over 25 yeah. <laughs> the yeah. matures um, but yeah like we've met through work and we've met as colleagues and through like our creative pursuits and then mm. so you've like different things in common so yeah I think we all have friends that serve different purposes so anyway that's a really really long answer to a no. very short question <laughs> well talking about friendships you two obviously Met on online, was yeah. it? Yeah. We met in the talk- comment section. I need, oh my god! Group. I need a friend. Really Joe and I um, were a member of a Facebook group, and someone had posted something in there, and she replied, and I really agreed with her vibe, and oh. we kind of got chatting in the Facebook comment section, and then one of us added the other one back on Facebook. So my like, maybe that's how I became aware of you, but the. So for me, the motivation to get in touch with Lucy and like properly connect was, I was quite, well, ironically, we were both very new in our businesses. We we started our individual businesses outside of Higher Selfie, which we, we still run now alongside that, um, a day apart, which we didn't know at the time. Um, Lucy had started hers the day before, like 31st of October, three years ago, and I did mine on the 1st of November, three years ago. Um, so... Yeah, I was kind of seeing all these other people popping up online, as you do. Like, I got into Gabrielle Bernstein, and I just thought, like, she was the only one. And then that kind of drove me to do what I do in the way that I do it, because I thought, oh, I need to kind of do this with a Brit voice, because it was too Americanized, and I could see that people were missing out on this, all this cool stuff, because it felt too, like, cheesy and Americanized. So, sorry, but look, that's how... Brits kind of feel sometimes about the American vibe. Brutal truth. Um, I used to do so many events in LA and like rebirth. I do not want to rebirth myself. I am spiritual, but I do not want to rebirth myself. Like, just grosses me out. I'm just going to put it out there. And so I know how it feels, you know, to be like from a coal mining town and be in LA and be told to rebirth yourself. So anyway. Um, <laughs> So anyway, I like I could see all these cool young women then all of a sudden pop up, right? This is the same. Whenever you do anything, you see everybody else all of a sudden who's also doing it. And it was freaking me out. It was freaking me out. And it was making me think like, oh my God, I was, I was getting into comparison. I was like, this is ridiculous. Other people are already doing it. They're already further along. Oh my God, they've been in, the, they've been in a newspaper. <laughs> like, like, oh yeah, like shut your whole career down that Spirit told you to do, Joe, because someone else has been in a newspaper. Breathe into a paper bag, breathe into a paper bag. So anyway, there is a point to this long, drawn out, hilarious tale. Um, <laughs> so I started to get in touch with some of these girls because I was like, the ba- basically the people that I might have otherwise been jealous of and freaked out about I was like I'm gonna just um, message them and tell them I love what they're doing because I do that's the that's the point of it I love it so much that it's making me scared enough to give up what I do um, and I'm gonna see if I can help them and if they can help me and like let's be friends 
and Lucy was one of those people. So I just sent her a message. I was like, I really love the look of what you're doing. I'd love to chat. Maybe there's a way we could collaborate or yeah, I just want to be my friend. <laughs> um, and we had a Skype date and mm. then that was it, wasn't it? The rest yeah. is history. Yeah, and so Joe was like my woo-woo friend because I live in Brighton <laughs> now, but I was living in Leeds then. What is then. it that you say the only woo in the village? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because at least the thing, we, like, so I was You're definitely not the only woo in Brighton. Oh, though. no. God, no. I'm like, my woo level is like very like diet woo. You're, you're a basic yeah. woo. But I was living in Leeds that time and so I didn't really have any of the friends that were kind of into this kind of stuff. So Joe was a great lifeline and we knew we could see the scene was kind of burgeoning and we knew there was something we were meant to do together, but in the great spirit of I suppose spirit, um, we knew we couldn't really force it. So we did like online hangouts together and I actually went to a few of Joe's events because she's an amazing meditation teacher. It's very 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 good at what she does so oh, I'm really lucky it's true I'm lucky and Thanks. so she really knows her stuff so I'm really lucky because I am like tapped into this don't have to pay um because <laughs> she's an amazing coach and very deeply connected extremely wise so it was cool to have this almost like very distant running buddy and then when um the oh, yeah, I-, I should just mention we live like 200 miles away from each other so we're not it's not like we live around the corner from oh each other no absolutely we so. speak most days and have lots of skypes and send text messages with way too many emojis but that's <laughs> That's just how our board meetings go. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you talk? Do you talk every day for the business? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Most, if it goes a few days, and we, because we're in hunker down mode, because it goes a few very, days, then I have to call her four times in a day yeah. so I forget to yeah. do all the things. Yeah. Um, if it goes a few days, it's often because we're in hunker down mode. Because as much as we, we are spiritual and we are woo and we kind of let our freak flag fly, we're also really disciplined and we can turn the yang on when our yin it mm. does, like needs to step back. So it might be we'll kind of just like, hey, like, how are you? Are you okay? Okay, I'm going now. We'll, like, talk about our dogs or something. Things and we they were very close and we'll check in, but we we're also really good at giving each other space. I think mm-hmm. one of us always kind of comes back and says, like, Are you alright? or can I help with anything? or I've done all this without the other one having to prompt it. And it's mm-hmm. kind of we we're really looking in this partnership and it is a partnership in that um our skills perfectly match each other. So the if one if a project gets to a certain point, the other person will have swooped before the you know one oh, person in the partnership yeah, yeah, yeah. has seen it coming so for example we're really lucky like that we because are, we haven't yeah. engineered that in any way and so i have this phrase and this may mean nothing to a lot of people but google it um <laughs> what i say is that lucy is the brian clough to my peter taylor which is a very famous um <laughs> like vintage football, soccer yeah, reference football manager combination so basically like lucy's really i mean we we're pretty like we have like A2 business cards don't we we talk about an A2 business yeah, card yeah like we're, the size which is like triple A4 really we say that ours is A2 double sided because there's so many tabs on there oh God, all yeah. the like skills and things and you know this right oh you have to know God, it's so yeah. resourceful yeah I'm like a hundred different people yeah yeah so we're both like really good at everything but I feel like we we're both really good at everything I just said that on a podcast so I just like to repeat we're amazing that. by the way <laughs> what I meant by that is we're both very capable of doing what needs to be done but I feel like we kind of major and minor in different things yeah. so Lucy kind of majors in the front of house and minors in like the back end strategy and I like major in back end strategy and minor in front of house right. and so we're, our skills really just slot into place and so we're really looking like that yeah we? we are that's really great so it's just like a five minute boast and nobody is true no, 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 I was going to ask you that I guess the stereotype that got broken when I met you guys was um I used to think that being spiritual and being a bit woo and being like you know zen and like unleashing your inner you mm. meant um 
you know, crystals and shells and walking on a beach. Mm. And, and in a way, not being very ambitious. Mm. But that was my own judgment back in the day of like, well, isn't it just about being spiritual and like loving your life? That doesn't mean being ambitious. But you two are like two of the most ambitious people I know. Our industry has a very bad image. Oh, it's so there are amazing healers. The websites are utter shit. It's been rubbish at self-promotion for a very long time. Like the, the content. The, the content is ancient mm. and it's still the same stuff that we teach now we just interpret it for the modern day but so the the content is still essentially the same but it just has had really bad branding basically mm. right um and thankfully loose is an ex-brand strategist yeah. so <laughs> i can so, package anything up. Yeah, so <laughs> like rebranding spirituality for the modern day but i think there are a lot of people out there now who are realizing that um and funny enough like a lot of people mm. coming up through the spirituality industry are um ex like communication advertising mm. marketing yeah. media industry people and i don't think that that is coincidence mm. i think it's because it needs a rebrand so that so that there isn't this clash yeah because ambitious people and um, spiritual people have been ambitious for a very long time yeah absolutely um so, sorry i'm just like totally no, your answer, no. But, um, well i was wondering I was where you're because before you guys did higher selfie and did all this stuff and got this all off the ground and were known publicly for mm. what you're doing now what were you doing before? Because actually that is, I guess that's important with the lead up to everything. Yeah, well this, I mean, really happy to, and actually really, really happy to talk about this because in our industry or in any sort of entrepreneurship, and so if you are kind of like, you know, taking home everything you're making, so you're not salaried, there's this massive myth of the overnight success. And before we kind of got going with Higher Selfie and our own businesses now, which are having the best years ever. So we're really, really chuffed. And we've like worked hard, we've studied hard as well. So it's about applying what you know too. But in terms of um, getting started, like we both had other jobs. We worked bridge jobs. One of our big things we advocate, don't judge where the money comes from. If you're gonna be self-employed, do the six figures, seven figures, eight figures, infinite figures in terms of what you're gonna bring home. And we wouldn't encourage anyone to limit that because universe it's infinite um it's you know it's gonna be uh, there's gonna be a journey and no one gets to skip the work so to answer your question i was um working in the advertising agency for like nearly, nearly 10 years and i went freelance doing um planning and research which is basically which is ultimately finding out what people want to buy and telling brands and making recommendations on what they should do based on that information and i was doing those projects for the likes of kind of like well world famous brands and yet when it came to what the public and I use air bunnies here, or what my perception was and what I was pushing in terms of my online presence, it was all around my business proof and all around comparison there. So it's kind of, you know, what paid the what paid its way wasn't what I'm doing now. There was an element of, you know, the balance had to, had to be um, yeah. shifted over, but I knew and I know that I am here to have a really great life. And that's a choice I'm here to make. I have decided on having a great life, so I will work and not judge where the money comes from in service of that bigger dream. And, you know, people look at um, what Joe and I have created and like, oh my goodness, you're so lucky. Or I'm like, I'm like you cheeky cow. You any idea? Like it's half 12 at night and I'm, I'm ordering water for an event talking to Joe, you know, and, it, and it's on Saturday night. I'm like, I'm not lucky. And there's an expression of luck is where hard work and opportunity meets. We're big advocates of that. But in terms of, you know, what we were doing before it's like just i wouldn't say anything we were strategic about it we made choices that we were gonna work 
bridge jobs, whether they were extremely high profile or, you know, just a bit of cash in hand here and there, because we knew this would be part of our anecdote. And no one gets to skip the work just because they don't put it on social media. But that's the promise. That's the consistent thing that everyone that's made it, you know, speech marks and made it will have one hell of an anecdote to tell you. Oh, yeah. And actually, that's got me through a lot of horrible times just thinking this will be a good story one day yeah me too what about you joe because you you had like well you you were very successful in your own right beforehand doing something different yeah. so um i trained as a textile designer that was what my degree was in i spent six, six years studying fashion and textile design <laughs> oh, lol could have been a doctor and <laughs> um, did fashion and textiles for six years instead um and I worked in that for a little while and had my own business but that didn't kind of go anywhere and then through that I discovered social media because the one thing I did discover through that business that failed was how to market on a shoestring and so I um yeah I kind of discovered social media marketing and then I ended up getting into the self-development world and doing social media marketing for other life health and business coaches mainly in the U.S. Um, and so I used to do their marketing strategy, implementation, graphic design. I was like this one-stop shop. Um, and then I also used to fly over there and live report all their events, which was so super awesome. Um, and rebirth yourself. Yeah, it was, it was like, yeah, it was really magical, amazing times, but I was really unfulfilled. Yeah. And, and that's when I had the spiritual revelation and the gateway drug. As we just so in the beginning, yeah, it's so interesting when there's a tipping point of um, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. stop. Like, because I think being comfortable can be really dangerous. Oh yeah, I know you talk a lot about that mm. of just being average can can keep you yeah. kind of stuck in there. Stuck. Yeah, yeah. comfortable is the worst. Yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> I was going to ask as well. We were just talking about this before the podcast actually about you guys had like a weird coincidental thing happen to you today. This happens a lot in our lives when when something happens and you're like, well, how how did that happen if I was just thinking about you or I, I can't think of examples off the top of my head but you know what I mean how can you explain a little bit about that and about um manifesting visualizing and how that's worked for you in your careers well first of all just to give a bit of context so in terms of like things like flukes and you know having hunches and following hunches and you know missing trains and then meeting a friend and these things and examples that, that show up and they just feel so lucky and so fluky but actually it's synchronicity right our That's belief <laughs> is that you know um life is is geared up to serve you to the highest and that the universe will help you and lead you once you're in a, a, a frame of mind and heart of non-attachment to your very highest good so this can be quite fun in that for example joe and i in one of the biggest cities on the planet in london ended up going to different meetings on the same tube carriage today and I kind of like ran down the uh, tube carriage like hi how are you and she's like oh my goodness and I was on the way to the shoe and Joe was still my my nails and she's like oh my goodness do you want this nail varnish it's the exact colour of the nail varnish that was chipped on my fingers and then she knows me so well that I don't eat she's like oh and by the way I've got this too so and she gave me this little like snack so for, for the five minutes we were together which so many things had to happen for that to happen because Joe says one of my favourite um, phrases of her teaching is that there's always more happening energetically than not but there's so many things that had to happen and conspire for us to get into that state and be there and then go off on our separate ways and be back here today 
that you know it was so cosmic and it was so it was such a buzz because we didn't feel like oh my goodness we're so lucky how this happened we we know we're like the universe is a cheeky monkey like that's how we kind of felt like we knew that it's all been put in place for us to have this you know serendipitous on the surface occasion is it is you know the phrase like everything happens for a reason which people either love or hate Mm. is it is it that yeah i think so and i think people hate it because also stuff that doesn't feel good at the time happens for a reason as well Mm. and that pisses people off because they're like well I don't want there to be a reason for this I just want this to be bad luck and I want to have a glass of wine and write this day off but sometimes the stuff that happens like when I kind of had that really bad time in my life and it, it was around a breakup and that kind of stuff but it and it was horrendous but it led to this incredible career so yeah it was gross and I hated it and I didn't want to be in it in order to be out of it as fast as possible, but it totally happened for a reason. Mm. Is that scary for people though? I guess for me, I think, oh, well that scares me because I'm not in control. Yeah, you're not in control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, drop the mind. So, so, so everything's predetermined? No, no. It's, no, it's not that it's predetermined. That's where people like to misinterpret this. As yeah. It's like fate. It's not. Like you're, telling you have, you're reading the future. You've got it. There's a choice in every single moment. And there's an old film from the 90s called Sliding Doors. Like oh my God, Gwyneth I was going to say, when you were talking about trains yeah. and meeting friends. And it's, and like, it's vintage that. Gwyneth Paltrow and it's oh, well yeah. worth looking at if it's on Netflix or Great some film. other legal way to watch it. Um, but that is like, life is sliding doors. And it's about the choice you make in the instant, in the holy instant. Yeah. So things can't oh, be things can't be predetermined because um, because you're a human being, and whatever the universe has got planned, you're bound to fuck it up. So all it does is it's like the it's like the GPS. It's mm. the the universal GPS, and it, all it does is like reroute you. So it's like we have this great career path planned for you oh but no you're going to be too scared for the next six months and sit in that job that you don't like so what we'll do is we'll just find another way to reroute you in six months and we'll keep we'll try and keep showing you the signs and and like people might be listening to this thinking oh to the m to the g what a load of old hooey and that's totally cool if you feel like that but for me i think you can either feel this way about life or you can think that life is just like a complete clusterfuck and you just like it random completely yeah. random and terrible shit could happen to you or good shit could happen to you and you have no idea but you're going to try and wrangle it and control mm. it anyway and that just sounds really stressful and miserable to me and i like we don't think like no. that no. i don't think you'd think like that either emma i think and I see that we actually have quite happy, nice lives the majority of the time and you just have a much more like happy and content demeanour. So at the end of the day, like if it makes you feel good, go with it. I kind of don't care. Maybe I'll die and it will be scientifically proved the day I die that life was just a clusterfuck and all this spirituality stuff was bullshit. Mm. Well, okay, whatever. I'm not really bothered because I'm having a lovely time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's like, like a mechanism my, for helping your life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's my, I mean, I truly do believe yeah. it, but that's kind of my final answer on it for yeah. anybody that feels like, oh my God, this just sounds like a load of rubbish. And not only help, not only are you helping your own life, but you are, you, your because, job is helping other people. And so just the ripple effect of mm. you being more connected to yourself you living in your own truth you believing that good things are destined to happen to you and good things do come to you and that even the bad things are there for a reason to guide you to better things that makes you a kinder more lovely more generous 
um, yeah, just better person to be around. And then that affects everybody you're around, mm-hmm. like all your work colleagues, all your friends, um, all your family, and even strangers in the street, right? Because yeah. you're more likely to not be the one who's like huffing and pushing past somebody because mm-hmm. you're stressed out because you're late. You're more likely to be the person helping someone with their bag and saying, oh, come on, like, this is the way, this is the train you need to get on. And I don't know about you, but that I'd rather be that person. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a quote by Rumi, which is, live as if life is stacked in your favour, because it is. And I really, I think really I, love that. I think I put because it is on the end. I always put because it is <laughs> yeah. on the end of every profound quote. I'm like, yeah, because it, it is. It is. And, and but terrible, terrible things happen to people and you meet them and they are a ray of freaking sunshine. It's not because they're not owning. It's not because they're, you know, they, and they are still healing. But it does go to show how you can... You, it's like, ironically it take control but it's actually not a, you can be really present in your life and just get aligned with where it's taking you and not be the one that things happen to and not be the victim because that is just something mm-hmm. we've made up it's a delusion I think if you want something you can actually you can go and get it yes. and I know that I don't know it's been a really long process obviously of connecting the dots and putting yourself out there and the more times you do a blog post, for example, like if you do one a day, you're more likely to get noticed than the person who does one blog post a month. Like it's just maths, it's just mm-hmm. probability. Yeah. Like it's it's the way the world works. Mm. The more you put out, the more you get. Yeah. And I find my creepy thing is I like sometimes have decided like, oh, I want to be friends with them. It's probably someone who I just admire and they don't know I exist. I have actually become, I've, I've gone and become friends with them. It's like you can go and go after things, whether it's a friend or whether it's a job. We've been talking about this recently about um, like manifest, like visualizing something that you want, and then and then it comes into a bloody email. Happens, yeah, yeah. And that is really the magic of life. Because I remember feeling that about you, Em. Like I followed you online for a long time, and then we happened to be at this event together, and I was like, Joe, let's go and talk to this girl because she seems really nice. And the rest is history. And now yeah. we're like full on mates, so supportive of each other, you know, and it's a special friendship. And this is another thing in terms of being awake is, you know, if you're not so hunkered down, so focused on like the scarcity of what isn't there, like amazing things happen. I have this like weird myth that once I'm 33 now, and I have this weird myth that like once you get to 30, like you've got your peeps. Like if they're not on the bus now, your, your friends are done. Like this is your <laughs> limit of people. I've met some of my best friends in the last 24 months like I can count oh in months God, and I just know we are soul sisters soul sisters undiluted like unequivocal friendships and they don't take away from my kind of 15 20 year friendships either but like life is really big and these synchronicities mm. and you meet that person they introduce you to someone else and before you know you're on a plane flying somewhere to like live your dream it just it makes no sense but it makes so much sense my own personal thing recently as well has been um the happier i get in myself and i mean genuinely content the more i can be happy for other people because yes. yeah. i don't think you can go around being happy for everyone all the time no. isn't it it's never easy when you're mm. feeling shit basically is yeah. it i love the karmic repercussions of that as in like, i'm gonna do this when i know some other people wouldn't and i can't wait to see what i get sent soon yeah yeah exactly. and it's not like i kind of want to add on to that that it's not about kind of grossly false engineering things to go in your favor and sort of manipulating it the thing is that you can do that okay here's the power of your mind and i have seen people do this i have seen people manifest and i'm doing air quotes here um stuff into their lives that they are not ready for and when i say manifest like that like false manifest i mean i force something to come into their lives that they're not ready i've seen people do this with money a lot of money and then see it leave very quickly and 
I've personal experiences of seeing that happen to people that I've worked with and and other things as well like relationships people feeling like yeah you know what your mind is so powerful you're so right Amy you can make anything you want come into your life you write that down 500 times a day in a journal like a mantra about it doesn't matter what it is you will make it come into your life fact but if you're not ready for it so basically right if the intention behind it isn't pure if you were trying to force it then that's when it goes and so then that's when some people can get confused and we talk about this stuff and again they can think oh well that just sounds like you're like manipulating people to make them be your friends and it's like well yeah you can totally do that or you can look at somebody and you can hold them in your energy and you can think oh my god I would love to connect with this person I would love to collaborate with this person I would love to help them spread their message maybe they could help me spread my message and it's more from a it's from a pure a place of pure intention and how do you know if you're ready to let something in then because I feel so I have actually manifested this thing which has come into my life and it's going to happen in March next year but I I I'm scared like because it's a it's a next level thing Maybe I'm not ready. Maybe I'm going to fuck my whole career up. <laughs> you are ready. It wouldn't be happening. Is my view on that. And I think we are sometimes we're pushed to the next level, and sometimes we're pulled. And I think this sounds like you're being pulled to it because you might have not have thought you could get there on your own. So the universe for me is kind of like planted this stake in the ground, and like this is next indicator. Keep going that I way. I think if you check in with it, I think if the intention feels pure, then you're ready for it. So that's really interesting. I didn't know about false manifesting. Mm. You've got to make space and create the t- conditions for what you want to fall in. Yeah, because like sometimes you to learn lessons before you get the thing that you want Mm. so um you know a lot of people want a lot more money in their lives but do you know how to manage your money do you know how to manage two thousand pounds a month because if you don't how do you think you're going to manage like 20 million Mm. most most lottery winners go bankrupt within seven years because they do because we are not taught how to manage money so it's not scary that you could act that you could actually just spunk all your money on nothing yeah, easy come easy go yeah and most yeah. that's what most people do or I know there are some lottery winners from the town that I'm from and they are so paralysed by that money they have no idea what to do with it they bought a new stair carpet and went on holiday and they're both still working the factory jobs that they've got Gosh. they don't even know what to do with it so with manifesting big things what happens if you never get it it wasn't for you it wasn't meant for you if the train doesn't stop in your station it's not your train and also, like, as Joe has this great expression, which is like, the universe is not your errand boy. Yeah. So it's not sit there kind of like, you know, with a pen and paper and like... Take this. Take this go, right, <laughs> and I've got today, the boyfriend. like, a Porsche and <laughs> a husband yeah. and a roast dinner. Yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> Brad Pitt. Actually, a bit old now. Yeah. <laughs> I need a new reference. Um, you, can, you put it out there and it's ask, believe, receive. If you put it out there with the right intention and a coach we really love called Carly Hope always says, the energy always leads. So if you're asking with the right intention of this or something better, I really see this myself, Mm. but for the highest good, let that be the result, then you will get exactly what you need. And just because, you know, your dream lover turns up in like Nike high tops and not like New Balance does not mean the universe got it wrong. It means that you need to have a conversation with this guy or gal, you know? So it's non-attachment, not getting, don't let your um, perfection um, ruin things. And getting obsessive on the details. Because yes, the power of visualization is that you are supposed to get really clear on the details we're actually supposed to get really clear on the feeling of what it's like to be there having already achieved it experienced it and that feeling is something you can repeat and mm. it doesn't matter about what their shoes are for example using that analogy again yeah 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 i think it comes back to that thing that you said about oh well does that mean you're not in control and 
and it's like yeah you're not in control so you're so sometimes we have these ideas of things that we think we want because we think they'll make us happy of course we've no idea because we don't have them yet and that's why we're kind of wishing for them or hoping for them but when you release control then you allow the thing to come in in the shape or the form that is actually best for you because we live in a kind and generous universe I mean that's what I choose to believe anyway and so it's never gonna trick you it's like there's a reason that you get given the gifts that you're given and you just if you're if you follow to um, use a phrase that Lucy's coined if you follow the cosmic breadcrumbs and you stay open to that then you will get what will serve you the best and so if you yeah like if you don't get something then it wasn't meant for you often so much better as well yeah and i love that phrase this or something better because then it it kind of refocuses you into remembering that you're not the one in charge Mm. and your it's just your tiny human mind that thinks your dream is the best in the world imagine if there was something way bigger and way more intelligent out there that knew what would actually make you even more happy and even more productive and even more creative whatever it is that you desire i love yeah. that why not be open to that i mean come on like, yeah. it's like here's what you could it's want. exciting yeah. it's like every day can look like slightly different and more mm. inviting when you think like that really quickly <laughs> one last question you can be as cryptic as you want mm. if you don't want to overshare but what are you excited about coming up in the next month or in the next year? I'm doing some work with a global brand that, um, which has been on kind of like my vision board this year. So I keep a vision board for all things I'm trying to attract and I've like ticked off loads of things from it. Next year as well, like consolidation, I've got some really big plans that I can't wait to bring into the world and not be like, you know, trick myself into thinking that it's got to be perfect. So I'm really looking forward to kind of what I'm going to learn from that too. So business I think is something that's really exciting because Joe and I have learned so much this year we've done such a hardcore training and invested so much time and money in really understanding how we can best get our message out there for higher selfie and our own passions as well so I'm kind of looking forward to like implementing that and seeing what comes back yeah yeah love it um, and I, I'm going to be much more cryptic than that. And I'm really looking forward to like a whole new level of expansiveness in my life mm-hmm. that has almost like blindsided me mm-hmm. in the way that just what we were talking about is nothing that I could have ever expected or planned for myself. But kind of just have to follow the feeling. Yeah. So like new, like new level, whole new level. Yeah. Oh my god, we well, can't wait. So where can um, people listening check you out um, together and individually? So across all the social medias, we are Higher Selfie Co. And then our website is higherselfie.co. How very modern. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, .co is the place to be. Uh, so, and I'm at joewestwood.com and Joe Westwood everywhere. Yeah, and I'm um, Lucy Sheridan on my social media, but often you'll find me with the hashtag comparison free. And through my other coaching business, Proof Coaching, I aim to rid people of the compare and despair of social media. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, guys. What that a was pleasure. Awesome. Thanks. It was a joy. Thank you, Emma. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in every week to my podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, if you have any feedback, tweet me at Emma Gannon. I'd love to hear what you think. And also, if you have two minutes, I'd love you to leave a rating or a review on iTunes. It would That would be amazing. Thanks again, and see you next week. <laughs>